The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A majority of Virginia voters support efforts to reduce flooding. They believe climate change and sea level rise seriously impact the state. Those are the key findings of a new poll released by the advocacy group, the Environmental Defense Action Fund. Sam Turkin from partner station WHRV has more. More than two-thirds of voters think flood mitigation should be a priority for state lawmakers. 81% want Virginia to have a regularly updated plan that addresses flood risk, according to the poll. The results span across party lines and location around the state. A majority of people say future flooding threatens Virginia's economy and coastal communities. That really drives home a lot of what this is about. Emily Steinhilber is with the Environmental Defense Action Fund. It's not just an environmental issue, it's an economic issue. It's impacting our communities and our people and the way we live today. The Virginia Institute of Marine Science predicts Hampton Roads could experience at least one and a half feet of sea level rise by 2060. Damage from coastal flooding events could increase by $100 million annually. Many Virginia voters say they support using more state money to fund flood resilience projects. That was Sam Turkin reporting. Petersburg City Council has appointed Stuart Terrell Jr. as its new city manager. Terrell is currently the deputy county commissioner in Essex County, and he's held top roles in two towns in North Carolina. His appointment comes after Petersburg City Manager Aretha Farrell-Benavides left in February to run the Dallas suburb of Duncanville, Texas. She oversaw Petersburg's recovery from near bankruptcy just a few years ago. The vice chair of the State Council of Higher Education for Virginia has resigned in protest this week of the agency's handling of the Virginia Military Institute investigation. The inquiry began four months ago after allegations of racism. According to the Roanoke Times, Tom Slater was disappointed the superintendent of the military college won't be able to review the findings before they're released. A final report and policy recommendations are expected to be made public in the coming weeks. Slated improvements and dates for closures on Otterdale Road in Chesterfield will be the subject of a virtual meeting tonight. It's a thoroughfare that sees major flooding on a regular basis. Parts of the road will be raised to almost seven feet to allow for better drainage, and three new bridge crossings will also be built. Each new bridge will take about six months to complete. Construction should start in December. Tonight's meeting is from 6 to 7.30 and will not be live-streamed. Registration and information can be found at chesterfield.gov. Federal and local officials in D.C. toured the new Frederick Douglass Bridge over the Anacostia River yesterday. As Jacob Fenston from our partner station WAMU reports, the new bridge will open next fall. The new span with dramatic concrete arches replaces the 70-year-old utilitarian South Capitol Street Bridge. It will have wide, multi-lane bike and pedestrian paths. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who's been regularly spotted on a bike since moving to D.C., said the bridge design is a national model. I also want to applaud the decision to make sure that there is excellent bike and pedestrian infrastructure. Again, not just from a selfish perspective as somebody who intends to use it. D.C. Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton said the bridge is the connective tissue holding the city together. It will make areas like Navy Yard and Nationals Park more accessible from neighborhoods east of the river. That was Jacob Fenston reporting.
This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Wednesday, May 19th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 